everyone. My name is Nicole Snow, and this is our very first um, edition of Wine Down Wednesday here at Darn Good Yarn. Um, I've probably had Wine Down Thursdays and Fridays here on video many times, so anyone who has followed along knows I like my wine. But today, um, this is not about me. This is actually about the guests on our show that we're starting. And I hope Daniela, I have Daniela um, Hua. Hi, Because you, you say your last name like a karate chop. Yes, it is. I tell people, you say my last name like a karate sound effect. It's Hua. Hua. I love it. You're like, I kick somebody. Go Hua. I love it. I just started boxing um, a couple months ago, so I'm going to like... I'm going to take that into my practice now. It's going to be yeah. Fun. But um, so the whole whole idea of this show, right, is um, I had a, I had my daughter two years ago, and I've been I've been running Darn Good Yarn as well. I used to love to do videos and meet people uh, and meet like my customers and my designers, and then this little redheaded munchkin comes along, and I'm like. I don't have time for anything. And then, um, you know, we started working with more designers here as the business grew. And I'm realizing that our designers who are making like our cool crochet and knit patterns, like they have babies as well. So I'm like, how are we all doing this and keeping our heads on straight and able to like, you know, I don't know, just keep, keep life going, keep our business going. So that's really what this show is all about is to unpack what other entrepreneur mamas are doing to keep their creative juices flowing, how they're taking care of themselves, and then how they're taking care of their businesses. And of course, we're going to drink a little bit while we do this. Daniela, you have? Beer. Cheers. Beer. I have my Chardonnay because it's hot as hell, so cheers. <laughs> I know. And this office is the hottest room in the house, and I have to have the fan going, and it's hot. Especially when you're breastfeeding. Girl, I'm hot all the time. Are you breastfeeding too? Yes. I feel like I'm going to be nursing forever. I'm on year two. Of well, I nursed my first daughter for two years and a half. I tried to stop after like a year and a half, but I, my problem was I, I was one of the lucky mamas that actually overproduced. So I'm like having all this milk and I try to cut down and it wasn't going anywhere and she wanted it. And my husband's like, well, it's not hurting her. So yep, I breastfed two and a half years. <laughs> that's all I mean I love I love hearing that because that's one of the really amazing things about being I think a, a, not a stay-at-home mom but someone who's like juggling their own destiny um I've met so many moms that have to juggle like going into a corporate environment and not having a ton of support breastfeeding and like uh -huh. you have to work like I can't tell you how many conference calls I've been on and not like Carrie and I joke about she works here like I wonder how many of the guys that we talk to know that I've had a kid hooked up to my boob this <laughs> And a lot of people, if you guys follow me on Instagram, a lot of the times you'll see me doing something with my child right here on my lap or nursing her, or I have to take breaks because she wants to eat and you kind of have to juggle it, you know, and, um, cause baby in my house, baby always comes first. So if she's hungry, even if I'm like in the middle of a breakthrough on a project, she needs to, you know, need to put it aside. Baby's hungry, sit there, calm her down. Or, you know, now she's in the age where she's getting into everything. So I can't have a, I can't not look at her for five minutes because she's getting into something else. So it's, um, it's definitely something you have to learn to juggle with. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I actually, I'm going to just show you guys. I'm going to take, I'm going to, everyone in my office right now, help me set up this beautiful set behind me. I'm going to move the camera right now. So you can see, I actually have my daughter's toys like right over there. So she comes in pretty frequently. Actually people on Instagram too, you can see all my daughter's toys. We're streaming live on Insta as well. Um, so yeah, so we've been talking a lot about breastfeeding, but I want to talk a little bit about your business. So Tell me, 
tell me your handles, tell me like everything that you're doing, and then we'll talk about how it relates into Darn Good Yarn. And um, the other thing too, everyone who's tuned in live right now, um, in like maybe like 10, 15 minutes, we're gonna try keeping the show at around 10, 15 minutes. By the end of the show, we're going to actually do a live giveaway right now for one of Daniela's um, pattern kits that she put together for us. So what you just need to do is comment if you knit or crochet, and each kit is, um, it's a clutch, like a purse, and what you and all I need to know is if you knit or crochet and what favorite outfit you would pair this with if you won. Because we just want to, you know, we'll make this kind of fun. So comment now. We'll pick a winner at the end. Carrie will help me find that, right? And then for everyone else who's going to tune in afterwards, because I get, you know, some of us have jobs and all that. You can't tune in live to drink wine with us. That's totally cool. <clears throat> We're going to pick someone in a week um, as well. And you just have to comment in uh, with the same, uh, same thing. And we will... Uh, We'll do, so it'll be two giveaways. So it'll be another giveaway for one of your clutch kits as well. All right, so Danielle, take it away. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about your business, how it got started. Okay, so I'm 25 years old. And when I was really young, I have this memory of my grandmother, my great, my um, grandmother, Isabel. She used to take care of me while my parents were at work. And she, if like, if you guys think that I'm any good at crochet, she is amazing the stuff she's done well she used to sit and make these really large intricate type doilies mm -hmm. and I used to be amazed by it and so one day she said well do you want to try and I said yeah of course I want to try because I would just sit her and watch her for hours and um she gave me a hook and she gave me some string some lace and she taught me just how to do chains and I would literally chain my heart away and I would make these really 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 long chains I mean I don't know what I would use them for but I knew that I just made chains and to me that was enough and I oh, was doing a scarf a scarf <laughs> yeah, but it was just like a really long thin lace chain and she would just let me use as much as her beautiful her little silk lace as much as I wanted just um just because she wanted me to spend time with her and so then after I had my first daughter, I have those memories and I, it crochet piqued my interest and I'm like, well, I'm determined to make thing, more things than just long chains of lace. And so I taught myself, um, YouTube is a great tool for any non-crochets or any non-knitters out there. YouTube is the way to go. I YouTube everything. Um, so... And you know, so, it's funny, people don't realize when I started Darn Good Yarn, I can totally relate to that because I, um, I really didn't know how to knit when I started Darn Good Yarn. And I, like my, my mother-in-law taught me a little bit, but it was YouTube. It was like, thank God for the internet. I wouldn't have a company. Yes. It's <laughs> amazing tool. So I taught my save, myself the basics and, um, I started making lots of stuffed animals for my daughter. And then I kind of got a little confident and I was like, oh, I can do this. And so I started making knitwear and then uh, for me, obviously, was to learn to knit. For some reason, I found knitting a lot harder or a little bit more intimidating. I don't know why when I've had people who do both, they're like, crochet is a lot more harder than knitting because knitting is pretty much a one-two step, you know, yeah. and it's repetitive. So then I picked up some knitting needles and I taught myself to knit and now I'm here. That's awesome. And so you're selling, where are you selling right now? And like, you know, sort of talk to me because I think your USPS is pulling in. That's the beeping you're hearing everyone. They like to honk their horn like crazy when they pull into Darn Good Yarn. Um, <laughs> but we'll have a lot of, uh, since we're not on a formal set here, we're going to have a lot of uh, interactions <laughs> with our environment. 
But um, talk to me a little bit about this because I think this is really important for anyone who's like thinking about starting their own business. And I've seen a lot of designers come and go, but you have it going on because you kind of have multiple income streams going on. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing and how and why you set that up that way. Well, I, right now I'm selling just through Etsy. Um, Mm -hmm. I hopefully I am later on this year, I'm hoping to have my own um, domain, have my own website. Um, but right now I specifically focus on Etsy. I know there's a lot of great media outlets. I know there's Twitter I know there's Instagram and Facebook is a great media outlet for me specifically because I am a mom. I can't have all these handlers. It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. Because I don't got time for it. You know, I have kids and my, especially now that the school year started, my first grader, she's bringing home homework. She needs me to be sit down. You know, I need to make dinner. My husband wants to spend time together. So for me, I had to choose. I did have a Facebook, mm-hmm. but I never used it. So yeah. to my, in my head, it made sense to just disactivate it and focus strictly on Instagram. But I would and, argue too that us even working together at Darn Good Yarn and uh, doing patterns with us is like another form of like an income stream too. Yes. Yes, it is. So um, after doing that for a while, I got a great message from Alba who connected with me through Instagram and um, we emailed back and forth and um, we kind of decided on a, a project or a pattern that I would do for you guys. And I was really excited and I actually have the first uh project that I did for you guys here and um this one there's a funny story behind it because while I wanted to work with the um ivory colored sari it wasn't available at the time so my husband who's always my biggest supporter he said you need to step out of your comfort zone I like a lot of neutral muted colors and my husband's like no he goes spring it's not winter you need (laughs) colorful in your wardrobe and I said Okay, so we opt for this beautiful seafoam sari colored, and that's how the, I don't know if you guys can see, but how the first sari clutch came to be, and I actually do wear this a lot. Um, You know what I I loved about this? I have to tell you. So, you know, I've done a lot of knitting for the, for the business, and I didn't, um, I didn't, like, a lot of it hasn't made it, like, it hasn't made it past my, like, design area and then it just sort of lives there and goes to die but the one thing I love is that you use chain and I made a shawl back in the day and I was kind of like too embarrassed to bring it out into the world I'm like oh people are gonna think this is stupid but when I saw that I was like oh I should have I should have I should have presented it to the world it was this shawl it was this capelet uh-huh hardware store and I got three like short little things of chain and instead uh-huh. of having it open like in the front I had it like it was asymmetrical. It was made out of star ribbon. And then they just had three pieces of chain as the closure. So it's a sort of like prissy pink color. Uh-huh. And you have this hardcore, oh, like, why didn't this design make it out into the wild? You, you know, this is the funny thing. Like, and I, 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 I think like, man, like, I wonder how much like self-editing we, we do sometimes, even as women, yeah. that you're like, I shouldn't do that. And then it takes someone else to take, kind of take the lead. And I was like, because I'm telling you, as soon as I saw that clutch, I was like, shit. I'm like, I should have done Yeah. And you know that I struggle. I think a lot of mothers and makers struggle with that. It's that self-doubt. They're like, oh, is this good enough? I like it, but are other people going to like it? Yeah. It needs yeah. to be perfect. When in reality, nothing is really as perfect as you, as you think it's going to be. And yeah. you kind of just have to 
jump in the water with two feet in, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. Hey, so I have a question from Rebecca right now. And she, um, she asked, what age should I start teaching my daughter to either knit or crochet? Or really, I guess any, I'm going to add on to this, any, um, any fiber art craft. Okay. That's a good one because my six-year-old, she's going to be seven in December. She actually just started taking interest in it. Like okay. I kind of taught her the chains, you know, how I started, but she's like, I want to make a blanket. How do I make a blanket with just this? So then it's a little bit more difficult for her. Okay. What I recommend doing is Joanne's just came out with this self-knitting yarn. It's this Burnett blanket mm -hmm. type thing. And you yeah. can kind of do it with your fingers and she's been doing that and it kind of keeps her occupied. So it kind of gives me a little bit of work time. So yeah, that I would recommend. That's cool. I, um, you know, I have like, she's, she's almost two, she's two in like two weeks, but, uh -huh. um, we started to just work with, um, with like some felt balls. I'm getting questions handed to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, we actually went out this weekend and we collected a whole bunch of acorn toppers and then we just took pom-poms and like I glued them in. Um, I didn't let her glue. I just used some like crazy glue and stuff mm -hmm. them in just to sort to get her to feel like the textures. But I could see just even getting a basic weaving board, like yeah, hardware, like take an Amazon box. I, yeah, I think that's that's probably because she's really crafty. She likes to do stuff yeah. next. I do whether it's beads or whatever you know so I also thought maybe loom like a loom because it's just easier for her to do maybe she, for Christmas or for her birthday that's something she would be interested in yeah too. so Rebecca I would I would I mean I think that um really the age where if they're if they're into and they have the motor skill to hold yarn and understand like how to move it start them as early as possible on that because it's a great motor skill development but like a basic little like you can get a wooden loom or you can just you can Google DIY um, and you can make a little weaving board and yeah. um, and then like kids will learn how to deal and manipulate with different types of fabric and fiber that's I think one of the most difficult parts of working like I remember when I was learning how to knit it was what's the big thing that everyone does when they're first learning they make the mistake with tension right because they don't quite understand how the fiber works you know the earlier you learn that it becomes very natural um, I think um, so, um, yeah, and I just wanted to, Carrie's reminding me, thank you, Carrie. I just want to announce we're going to have, we'll probably use for another, you know, 10, 15 minutes here. We have to finish our, our drink. I realize 15 minutes might be too short, so this might be yeah, a 30-minute on. <laughs> Unless we have, like, a chug for the last 15 minutes, and then we're at that place right now, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a lady, guys. <laughs> so we're going to make this maybe more closer to 30 minutes, but um, we are going to announce the contest winner. Um, so, again, um, in the comments, if you want to put, if you knit or crochet, we're giving away one of Daniela's clutch patterns. Um, they're super cool. Like they're very chic. I'm totally drawn to them. Um, so if you knit or crochet, what you would pair. So you just have to put, if you knit or crochet in the comments and then what you would pair that clutch with. And um, we're going to choose a winner here. And then if you're watching this in syndication, not during the live show, we're also going to do another uh, winner for that in the next week, we'll announce that as well. So go ahead, just keep commenting and sharing it with your friends and we'll choose those winners and announce them probably in the next show. So yeah, um, so yeah, Rebecca, I hope we answered your question, but you know, for me, I'm a craft, I I'll just tell you, I'm a crafty kid. Like I grew up, my mom was awesome. She set up a little craft room for me in our basement. And it's funny, I go back home now and I think that it was such, this huge place and you go back home, you're like, oh, this is really small. <laughs> 
little small cavern. Um, and that's really where I got like my, my um, confidence um, to like start to be creative. And it was yeah. at a really young age. So sooner the better. I mean, craft time all the time. All, yep, same here. Craft time all the time. That's, <laughs> it loves it too. So let's unpack this a little bit. So, you know, being a mom, being a business owner, being a wife, like those are, uh, those are some pretty big hats. Yes. Yeah. They are. Um, so how do you take care of yourself? How, like, let's, let's unpack this a little bit because you, know, <laughs> you got your makeup going on, you got your hair going on. And I get like, I had to wake up before my kid woke up. This um, morning. Just it's for you, literally, I live in like my sweatpants or my leggings and my husband's t-shirts. So just for you. But um, I think, I think it definitely, you have to find a balance. You know, my kids and my family come before my business always, yeah. you know, um, I think last week me and Alba were emailing back and forth and I know um, I had to answer some questions, but my daughter was sick and she needed to be taken into the ER because okay. her fever was you know, so you got to prioritize. And then there's also that I haven't seen my kid all day, but I really need to finish this deadline. And you feel that mom guilt, you know, and I think a lot of moms feel that they feel that mom guilt. You're like, Oh, you know, I need to finish this, but you know, I should also be spending time with my kid, you know, I hear you. How, so, do, you, how do you deal with it? Like tell because you know, at the end of you're, you're running, you're, you're trying to grow a business and, and be all these things at once. Um, and I understand the prioritization, but like, when do you, do, is there ever a point in time where you turn that off and say, okay, I'm going to maybe work on the business more so that the end goal is that I have more time with my kids. Yeah. I, I think that writing down a lot of my goals, like my week goals or today, I got to get this, this, and this, and this done. So does that mean like, do I need to leave laundry for another day because I need to finish this, this pattern? Then I do, yeah. you know? Um, my husband, he helps a lot. Um, he's my number one supporter. He'll take the kids out just so I could work. You know, my littlest one, she's breastfed. So she's stuck to me like at the hip, you know, so she doesn't really go anywhere anytime soon, but I take advantage of nap time. Or when she goes to sleep, I'll see up, I'll burn that midnight oil. If I have deadlines, I burn that midnight oil because I have to. And then I'm up, you know, at 7am to get my kid, my, my oldest ready for school, you know, so definitely a lot of sacrifices but there's also a lot of rewards in it too. You know, right. there's those small victories when a pattern finally clicks and everything comes out perfect, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, you kind of take it day by day. I'm not really on a schedule. I knit when I can, yeah. you know, and um, I plan and I kind of try to divide my days out, but it's not perfect, but we make it work. So I want to, I want to understand this a little bit. So because it sounds to me, because I think there's a similarity here, that you've said twice now that your husband is like your number one fan. And <laughs> I, I, can, I can actually say that in my life as well. Hopefully I'm getting him. He's actually working in the room right behind me. So <laughs> hopefully I'm getting some tears out of this one. But love you, babe. But I do think, you know, I, I, and I, when I meet women that are, are killing it and balancing as much as you're balancing. Yes. Um, because... I understand. It's like you have this to-do list and you're like, that's a really great idea because I know that that's all going to go up in flames for the next fire I have to put out. Uh, yeah. And you live in the world of post-its, um, even though you try hard not to. But, you know, if it's not getting too personal, how does it work? Like, how does that dance work with your husband so that, you know, how, how have you established um, 
getting that support from your husband? Because I, I bet you that you know, some of the people that are watching here, they might go like, oh, my husband works a crazy job or I don't feel like I get the support from him. How do you sort of get everyone on, you know, on Team Daniela to like push, push everything forward so that you do feel supported so that you can creatively perform and then you can still be like an A-plus mom and wife? Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, my husband is a good pep talker, okay? He's a very positive person. Sometimes I'm more of a negative. Um, to me, like my whole world is falling through. My husband's like, you need to chill out. Give yourself some grace. You know, like you have, you're handling 10 jobs at the same time. Um, a lot of times my husband, he does the cooking. He, like if you follow me on Instagram, you will see those plates. He is an amazing cook. Um, he helps out with that. You know, if I need him to sit down and my daughter, if he needs to sit down and do homework with my daughter, he will do it just so I can finish that project, finish that deadline. Um, um, we kind of have like an, like an understand, like an unspoken understand, understanding, you know, yeah. um, these, when I'm stressed out, and he'll just try to move out of my way and kind of, you know, put out the small fires around me just so I could focus on that one thing, that's, you know? That's really cool. So, while he's also my number one supporter, I, I'm his number one supporter too, you know? So yeah. when he needs help, I'm behind him too. I'll put things aside because he needs me there. And the same way goes for me, you know? He'll put things aside mm -hmm. when, he, when I need him there, you know? And like, I mean, it's a lot of, it's a definitely a big job. Yes, there's days, there's days where I've just cried it out, where it's just like everything's falling apart. I'm having a horrible day. Nothing is getting done. And he's just like, it's all right. Give yourself some grace. You know, today didn't work out, but tomorrow, you know, you will do better. I love you it. Give, give yourself grace. Because you've said, you've said that a couple times and that's like, that's such yeah. a nice. Thing. I think us as women, we are big, not even the world around us is our biggest criticizer for me I feel like I'm my biggest criticizer like I said again that mom guilt you're like oh I could be spending time with my kid but this needs to get done and this is prioritizing today you know and uh, my daughter I, 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 I see it all the time though it's like yeah. you know, it's and I I I deal with it myself my husband was just in here earlier today and I was like dude like I feel like a failure and I was watching someone um I, I'm doing an online course really famous fashion designer worth like, I think it was like $1.5 billion net worth, right? And she was like, yeah, just last week, I was telling my friends how I feel like a failure. And I'm like, like, yes. And you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I was you handling everything at once. But I mean, you can only do so much, you know? Maybe we just need to drink more wine together. We need to drink more day and have fish and we give ourselves some grace. And um, exactly. we do the best we can. I know at the end of the day, my kids, they think I'm an awesome mom. I know if I feel like I haven't spent enough time with my kid, I'll be like, hey, park it over here. I'm going to knit. We're going to watch a movie, you know, or a lot of the good, the good thing about knitting is we can take it on the road, whether I'm, I'm heading here, you know, to see a um, family or here to the grocery store. You can always get those couple of rows in every single minute counts for me. Yeah. So how to work everything in between, you know, and around my kids and my husband and family life, you know, like I said, my husband... God bless his heart. He does the cooking and I'm not complaining because he cooks a whole lot better than I do. But um, while he cooks, I'm sitting here trying to get those row in with the baby on my nipple because she needs to be fed. You know, that's how most of my, my day is. No, my, I mean, my husband makes the best oatmeal in the morning, every single morning. And I'm like, you do that because that's keeping the wheels on the bus. I think it's like, it sounds to me like you really, um, 
and women don't give themselves enough credit. You have become kind of like a CEO in your household. And it's, yeah. when I first got married, I, I was emailing someone and they said something like, they said like team, whatever their last name was, like we're on team, whatever. And it just was like, it was, it was, it was a little point in time where I'm like, I'm so glad I read that sentence because I took that idea, like team snow, my husband and I like we're a team. And so just because you have all of these societal, like women should do this, men should do this. It's like, no, there's this crazy dance going on. And, um, and for like anyone out there struggling with, yeah, my husband doesn't necessarily support this. Cause I've heard that. I've heard that argument a lot. Like why, why I can't grow a business or why I can't go do whatever, you know, there's this idea that you have to have kind of this come to Jesus where you, you take away the societal norms and um, you say, okay, what are people's strengths here? And let's look at each other from a people perspective, right? And then play into people's strengths um, just as you would in a business. I think women naturally do that, which to me, like I'm not like being sexist, but I think women make phenomenal leaders because they understand that dance and playing into people's yes. And you watch people blossom as a result and you watch people, um, you watch people grow into places that you had no idea. I can tell you, like, I came from a rough background, right? Um, in terms of like, you know, you know, just family crap, right? We all have family crap, but then you go like, man, I've been, I'm going to be married 13 years this year. Like, okay. Not yep. so you've, bro- you've broken patterns and then you're, you're trying to empower as well, empower the people around you empower your family. And like, that to me sounds like exactly what you're doing as well is that you're empowering your family and you're empowering yourself at the same time. You're creating this really amazing ecosystem. Well, yeah, I think that has a lot to do. I think behind every successful person, you have a team. You it's, I mean, you might have the face, but this would not be a reality. This business yeah. would not be where it's at without my husband, you know, not a lot of people that support me, my aunt and uncle, like they're to me, they're very close to me. They're like par- my parents mm-hmm. and like, they're always pushing me and to strive and do my best. You know, like I know that if I'm having a hard time with something, I can go into the room and say, I need you. And he will drop everything and be like, okay, how can I help? And it works both ways. You know, like if he's having a rough day with something, um, I don't, we own an, uh, a nail shop and, um, mm-hmm. Illinois. And, um, I know that if I, I also handle that on top of this business, I'm also making phone calls and handling that, you know, you're incredible. So it's a lot, it's a lot, you know, and, um, I would not be able to do it behind it if I didn't have a team's backing me up, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's all, it's all about that team. I love that. It really is. Um, okay. So if you want, you want to put your handle out there in terms of Etsy and URLs and we'll put them in, in our notes as well, but let's go through that. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, not the, I have to still finish my wine. So this is going to be, oh, yeah, I have to finish this beer. <laughs> we'll do this off camera, I guess. Well, maybe we'll pour a smaller glass. Of I don't know. I have a good, la- I actually have a pretty good buzz going on right now. Cause I've definitely gotten through my lunch. So like I have no food in my stomach right now. So, and I think that's one sacrifice too. Like, I feel like we got to take care of ourselves a little bit more. Cause I know there's times where everybody else is fed and I'm like the last one to eat or I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like running on coffee and just coffee. And my husband's like, Hey, have you eaten today? And I'll be like, no, he goes, you need to slow down and you need to eat something. He'll be like, here, you haven't eaten. You've got to yeah. eat. You know? Like I'll make sure everybody's fed and dressed and, and everybody's, I'm running a tight ship, but you forget to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I have, and I'll, uh, maybe we'll, we'll leave with this because this is one of my favorite, um, favorite pieces of advice, you know, especially juggling everything and, um, getting maybe, uh, 
like, man, I wish that person knew that they were supposed to help me eat my food. And yeah. And I know like, I, I, I deal with that. Like, okay, I need to take my shower. I don't want anyone coming in my bathroom when I'm taking a shower. And often I hear, you know, mama yeah. or Hey, Nicole, and just put, poking their head around. And you're like, okay, that was my, well, I've given up my bat. My shower does not have a door. Neither does my bathroom. Cause it's one of those walk-in ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I get visitors my daughter's like, I'm trying to take a shower and my daughter's in there sitting, looking at me, telling me about her day. I can't even pee alone anymore. I've just kind of given, <laughs> given up all sense of privacy. I hear you, but in the uh, in the other idea though, and in the in this in this uh, concept of trying to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of you know our teams, is this idea of expectations versus agreements. And I work with a I work with a life coach. She's gonna laugh if she's watching this because we talk about this all the time because of the mastery of it, right? But where you have expectations on people, like I would just expect that they would know that I don't want to be disturbed while I'm peeing or taking a shower or whatever this is. Yeah. Um, you can have agreements. And I have found that that's actually been a big breakthrough uh-huh. in my environment. So like, hey, Mike, my husband, hey, Mike, do you think we can agree that you like don't interrupt me while I'm taking a shower? Because yep. that sacred time that I need to just regenerate, uh-huh. maybe my 10 minutes, right? Because our regeneration skills are hardcore as moms. Uh-huh. Um, let's, like, can we agree to that? And there's something between having that expectation because that can rock the boat if that expectation isn't met. And then you have that agreement, right? Where you're yep. like, you know, I can agree to that. I'm going to help support you in that. And as uh-huh. a result, um, I have actually found like a lot more harmony. Because if I find myself getting pissed off about something, I have to go like, hey, Nicole, um, did I, is this an expectation that was missed? Or is this an agreement that was actually broken? Yeah. And yeah. That, little, that little difference is like really uh, pretty Well, great. yeah. And I, it's, it's so funny you say that because I am not a morning person, Mm -hmm. but I do it because my kid needs to be in school. You know, I got to help my husband get out of the house. So while I wake up really early, I wake up early and I get my kid ready to school. I get her to the bus stop. I come home and then I get my husband ready for work. And if the baby's either sleeping in, because thank goodness I was blessed with good sleepers, she'll either be sleeping in or (laughs) up and she'll be, she'll eat and then she'll go back to sleep. And I have that moment to myself where I'm alone and I have that cup of coffee and I need that, you know? And I think the best advice I ever got was you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. I love that. So you can't be expected to take care of everybody if you're running on zero, you know? I love it. I'll take that. I take that time for myself. I have coffee you know, and sometimes that's all I ever have. And then I have good people like my husband, my husband, Jay, he'll, he'll be like, Hey, you got to eat, you got to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. And I'm good. I love it. Maybe we'll end every single segment. Now you gave me the idea. Every single segment, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Yes. That's a really great. great. Do we want to announce a winner right now? We're going to post it. Yeah. We're announcing a winner. Um, we are going to randomly select Victoria Fox. Victoria Fox. Victoria right. Fox, you're the winner. Woo! Cool last name. Lots of cool names around here. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to end this here. Everyone who's joined in, um, I, we have a couple of live people on Instagram. We have some people here on Facebook. Really appreciate you supporting this effort. We're going to try to do this every single week. Um, meet our designers. Daniela, we'll probably have you back on because you are, I could tell, you and I, we're cut from the same cloth. I love it. Um, yes <laughs> this is tremendous we're gonna end this session here we'll still be online with each other here so we'll debrief and um 
Everyone, I really seriously appreciate you joining in on this. I think that as you know, we unpack more and we get more people on the show, it's really all about empowering each other. And um, I'm, we're open to your questions. Um, and like, this is all to push us all forward as, as women, as entrepreneurs, even if you don't have your own business. I mean, like supporting a family just on its own is like pretty hardcore. Or if you're just even single and trying to figure it out and figure out what your next step is, there's a lot of wisdom that comes out of this. And, you know, just like even knitting groups, that's, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know something, but it's really the advice and the sage advice from these women that are around you. Um, we're trying to create a community here. So I encourage you to keep joining. I'll become a better interviewer as we progress through this too. So you'll watch that. Um, but Danielle, thank you so much for being our first ever guest. I hope we look Here's back at this in a year and be like, that was a really great first show. <laughs> We're going to have more great stuff later. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. All right. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.